Welcome to Soft Bites Podcast. Your life, your dentistry. We talk about ways to have more fun and meaning in one of the coolest and most rewarding professions in medicine. Conversations on how to bring awareness, create a healthy workplace, and provide emotional insights to make dentistry a fulfilling activity while making space for one's wonder, creativity, and freedom. Here are your hosts, Banuela and George Andre. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome once again. This is episode number five of the Soft, uh, Soft Bites podcast. And it's the first one of the new year of uh, 2022. Happy New <laughs> and, Year. Um, yeah, Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year to you. Uh, Thank and, you. Uh, and welcome, welcome. It's uh, always a, a joy to be here with you. How are you? I'm fine. And we are rec- today you are recording in Portugal, which is, we are closer now. We are not thousands of kilometers away. So, yes, yes. first of all, let me wish you a wonderful 2022. It's going to be an awesome year. And I'm, I'm really positive about next year. In many yeah, me aspects. too. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. And, and the, the same to you. And one of the, 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 the many joys of, of this new year, it's going to be us working, working together. Yes. I'm, uh, we are already doing this. But we are going to do it uh, in uh, in March in the course, and it's something that I'm really looking forward to, forward to do because um, this is this is nice, and we have lots of fun. But and I'm looking forward to do in person <laughs> things. You know, <laughs> I'm looking forward to do, to to really uh, look in the eyes and to have yeah. that human contact and. Uh, so that's that's one of the things that I'm uh, hoping for this new year to 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 bring you know the 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 again the possibility of 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 being together and uh, and uh, each in a in a in a more personal way and in a in, in um, a very nice place which yeah. helps a lot yeah 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 and like you told like you just said i'm um i'm here in in in, in portugal we are recording and i'm here in portugal uh, the other times that i've been in in belgium and um and it's wonderful wonderful <laughs> weather 16 degrees in december so it's uh it's yeah. but nice that's because heaven. you're in the south <laughs> that's because you're in yes. the south in the north it's not the same thing we are yeah well we, it's it's a little bit stormy, it's windy here, but it's part of the Christmas weather. Yeah, well, here, here it's, it's, it's really nice, nice weather. It's, it's spring weather, like I call it. <laughs> so it's spring weather in Alentejo. True, true. Algarve even more, but in Alentejo we have wonderful weather. I cannot, I cannot complain. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's start our conversation um, today, and and today we are going to talk again about communication. We already talked about communication in episode two, and uh, but we we talked about uh, a very specific part of communication, so how to have good communication in an interdisciplinary team, how to guarantee that we have good communication in a in a multidisciplinary team, and if you have not. 
uh, heard it, I advise you to go and listen, because in a in a and in a very uh, 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 to 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 just to place you in a very practical way. We talked that for you to, to be able to have good communication, a, a proactive communication, um, you should have first a system in place that will guarantee that you can uh, that you can all uh, uh, guide your um, actions with the same guidelines and also regular team meetings. Uh, but in, in episode two, we take this uh, uh, further. We 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 talk about. Um, much with all of this in much more detail. But what I thought for today was for us to um, talk about the actual communication process itself. So when I propose to you for us to talk, um, the theme is reactive communication versus proactive communication. Um, and so we are going to take it more to the field of self-awareness, to the field of mindfulness, which is my, my, <laughs> my expertise, to the field of emotional awareness, uh, emotional intelligence. And, um, and, and because this is important in dentistry, because we have a responsibility in the way that we communicate. It's not only with with our with our team, with our colleagues, uh, but also with with our, with our patients, of course. And in my um, in my mindfulness course for dentists, one of the sessions it's only about communication. It's on the sixth week, and um, and usually we I, we. I, I, we discuss about how to be able to communicate in a proactive way, in a non-reactive way, in an assertive way, if you want to call it. And we, we talk also about active listening. And, and about active listening, we are going to talk more in detail, maybe in another episode, because it's, very import, it's a very important skill to have in dentistry also. Um, but today... Uh, we are going to talk about on the importance and how we can uh, have a, a non-reactive communication in dentistry, right? So a, a proactive communication. And and let me start by saying what is in in everyone's mind that other people can be a big big source of stress in our everyday dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean other people? You mean the staff and patients, right? Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, life would be all... life would be so much easier if you lived in a cave, yeah. right? And it's yeah. easy to meditate yeah. when you're alone, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Even when you are alone, you have other people on your on Yes, your, on your, on I was forgetting that. I was forgetting that. But we we in dentistry, we um I mean and in history, you know, uh, we can take this for to any 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 kind of job, but um, specifically in dentistry, we all have times when we feel that others are controlling our our dentistry, right? Others are making demands on our time. Others are being unusually difficult or or even sometimes hostile. Um, Others don't do what we expect them can, to do. Can I add something? Others are yeah. stupid. Yeah. Well, at least, <laughs> at least in our opinion, 
yeah, they aren't, yeah. but in our head, I mean, it's easy. For me, it's yeah. very easy to sometimes to think that. Yeah. And we also have times where we feel that others don't care about us, others don't care about our work or our feelings. You know that I did a survey among dentists two years ago, where in one of the questions were for, for, um, for them to identify their main uh, stress causes. And one of uh, the causes that several dentists wrote were um, patients, it's like patients don't realize that dentists have feelings too. <laughs> <laughs> I I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah, they think that we are robots sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And and I'm sure that I mean I can think of 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 specific people. I'm sure you can too. And the ones that are listening also, specific people, staff, colleagues, patients that we that cause us stress, right? And and that we would prefer to to avoid. But we cannot because we we work with them, <laughs> and we have obligations yeah. that uh, to with them. Um, and in fact, uh, most of those of those people that cause us stress may be our patients, right? So the ones that that we serve. To some colleagues, they are their main. Uh, source of, of stress. So when we talk about uh, communication and when we look at what communication is, um, for, for me, when people communicate, there's always an exchange of, of, of perspective. There's this exchange of perspective that takes place. And, and if you uh, face communication like this, there's, um, this can lead to new ways of seeing things and and even to new ways of, of, of relationships. Um, and for me, that's what's beautiful about, about, about communication, right? Um, because even when you are feeling uh, angry or, or threatened, or when you are feeling that the other person is, is, is stupid, we have the potential to improve that relationship, right? If we bring... The, the awareness into the domain of the communication itself. So, um, and, and even the world, the word communication, you know, it suggests of a flow of energy through, through a common uh, bond and it, it implies this, uh, this union, this, this sharing, right? So to communicate is to, it's, it's, it's to unite. It's to have like a, a meeting of, of, of minds. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the first uh, thing that I would like um, to, to bring awareness to. Good, to have a good communication does not necessarily mean agreement. And this is very mm. important. Yes. Right? It means that we see the, the situation as a whole, right? And we bring understanding. We bring understanding to the other person's view as well as our own, but we don't have to agree with the other person. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. My experience over the last, I would say, two, three months, the, the last months of this year, has been very challenging for, for a few reasons. I had staff that... Um, 
that I had to let go. I had uh, to hire two new assistants. All the process of the organization expanding, getting a new chair, um, hiring uh, hiring a dental hygienist. Um, and what you just said that um, it's true that you have to be that, that um, actually good communication is, is is about reaching a common ground without you necessarily agreeing in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and it's true, but I, I have to say, like I told the last episode, this is something that I really have to work on a lot. I am I, I think that I am aware that I could be more um, tolerant in other people's opinion, um, professionally speaking. I could be also less reactive, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I think that experience brings you that. But uh, I think that the, the thing that, that better works for me is to be able to, I, I think, the best way for you to, to have a um, uh, communication that is positive and that can bring both of the parties somewhere else, that can bring something positive to both of the, of the, of the parts, not necessarily what they initially want, is to be able to show and admit to show that you have changed the idea due to something that the other part has said. Because I, mm-hmm. I think that in every sort of communication, it's very, very rarely that you are 100% uh, right in every item that is being discussed. So I think negotiation is very important. But I, I think that for me, not to, not to open um, an aggressive um, an aggressive energy or not to open a reactive energy from the other part. It's very important that whenever I think about what's, what, what the other part is telling me, either it's, for example, let me give you an example, negotiating a percentage that I was about to pay for my new hygienist. And basically, we reached the common ground. It mm-hmm. was not what I initially suggested. And to be perfectly honest, I never thought I w- that I would go as far as at the final um, percentage uh, that we agreed. Uh, it was also not what she initially asked for. Uh, but there were, some, there were some things that she told me that, um, that were very, um, that were right. If I, want, if, I, if I want to be completely neutral on the discussion, I, on discussion, I have to be able to look at the situation and say, well, what, she, what she's saying is right, and it's true. Um, for example, uh, should an, a dental hygienist earn the same percentage as a doctor? That's a legitimate question. And in some cases, yes. I mean, there's, there are valuable arguments both ways, right? I mean, mm-hmm. as a dentist, well, I've, I, I have higher responsibilities. I've studied more than you. And here there's a little bit of ego dropping in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the other thing, which is from, from the boss perspective, which is, I don't know if I, sh- I, f- if I should say in this everything, everything publicly, but I think no one's listening, right? So it's okay. <laughs> but it's very interesting because this, this happened last week. So factors to consider of why an dental hygienist should or should not earn the same percentage as a doctor. Well, 
The doctor has studied more, uh, higher responsibility on the one hand. Um, but on the other part, they can also say, well, it is true what you are saying, uh, but I also spend a lot of money on my continuing education, number one. And also, uh, the time that I need an assistant is much less than a doctor, which I wasn't expecting that. And also, um, the, the, which is also an argument that could be used, but was not in the case, that the, the procedures that the doctor is doing are much more profitable in terms of absolute, absolute value than the procedures that the dental hygienist is doing. So that really made me think, especially when, when this new dental hygienist told me that, um, well, yes, but you will, you, you will, you will almost not need an, an assistant when, while I'm at work except to clean the room and change everything. And it made me think, and she was right, and she was absolutely right. So for me, but there's also an important factor here, here which is um, how am I going to tell my staff, the doctors, that I have a dental nurse, dental uh, oral hygienist, oral hygienist, that mm -hmm. uh, is going to earn the same percentages now, right? So mm -hmm. there needs to be a lot of. I, I to be perfectly honest, here that no one is listening to us. I really have no idea how I'm going to talk to them about that. But I. So you still didn't. No, I haven't. I, I still haven't. They, they, they can. They can hear it. Here. Yeah, but but it's. Um, I think they will understand it. I think they will understand it. I think they will, they will realize that uh, things need to be reasonable. And if we have uh, an, uh, an oral hygienist that she's very, um, she's, willing, she's willing to work with us, even she had no obligation to work with any other, any other practice whatsoever. I mean, she's willing with us because she understands that we are a team that she might fit. I mean, it's not, not only mm -hmm. for the money. Uh, she's very well uh, um, graduated. Uh, she she can also do dental anesthesia, and uh, I think it will be it it will be good for everybody. And also, I mean, things are reversible. I mean, if things don't work out, I mean, we can, we can always go back. But I think it's important to reach a common ground. And this and this conversation that I had with this oral hygienist is is a, is a very nice example of of how you. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very important in the middle of the communication whenever you believe that what the other person is saying is right, you have to, you, in order for you to influence the final outcome, you have to let them influence yourself. I mean, they have to realize that you know, there's a person here that is willing to change something. Because if you are not willing to change, the other person is not willing to change as well. And this is very tricky, especially, for example, when you have that thing on your shoulders as well. Okay, so well, how am I going to tell the, the other doc, the, 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 the staff of doctors that they will have someone that took a course that because the immediate reaction of the doctor here would be okay, so he's going to pay the same percentage to someone that only studied three years to this as me that I studied five or six years. And it's, um, I, I think that um, it's, it's, of course, there, there's an history behind and people have, they, if, if I tell them to, they will trust. Because, I mean, that, well, this guy has, has done some cool things, so he probably knows what he's doing. But um, they also have to understand that that is something that will help them and will help the whole team. I mean, 
If the team is growing, we need to do some adjustments and no one is going to take money out of you. This is everybody's working for the same common, common good. So, and I will, this is the way that I will explain to them. But I was never, I never thought that I would have admit a dental hygienist, uh, oral hygienist, uh, to be earning the same percentage of doctors. And, and well, if, if people are emotionally intelligent, intelligent when they are discussing with you, I think, um, well, they, they, we, we reached the common ground. We, we stayed mm-hmm. in between. Well, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a good example of my... Yeah, yeah, do, I, you, I am proud of myself described. because I'm, I think I'm getting... I don't know if it is older or more wise. <laughs> wiser. Wiser. <laughs> no, it just described, yeah, the, an example of a, a proactive uh, a communication uh, um, in comparison to a, a reactive communication. So when we are, to, when we are totally absorbed in our own feelings, in our yeah. own mind, right? In our own view, it's, it's impossible to have a genuine communication. It's impossible to reach that middle ground that you just, that you just but, said, but, right? But sorry to interrupt you. I, I would like to also yeah. to, to comment on, on, on the, a very important detail because if it was about me, if I would probably accept a higher percentage of work. I mean, it's not about me because I, I'm, I'm really not... In, Money is not the main goal for me. It's important, but it's not the main goal. My, my biggest issue is how can I maintain the trust of the staff of doctors if they see someone that's earning the same percentage of them? Do you understand? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 if we did a survey in the people that are listening to us, I would say the amount of people that would agree that an oral hygienist would earn in the same practice, the same percentage of a doctor, I would say that would be a very low number. I would say. So mm-hmm. this is, that, that was my... But do you think that, okay, that might be the, the first reaction? Yes. But do you think that then they can go a little bit further and uh, give this a chance? Well, this... Do, do you understand? Look, um... You, you, have to, you, have, you have to also see that, well, okay, what are the other alternatives? I mean, I'm, I was extremely, extremely happy with this candidate um, for one very simple reason. It was, uh, let, let me tell you the story, and, and I, I hope she doesn't get mad at me by sharing this, but uh, I want to share it anyway. So basically, I was looking for an oral hygienist, and I, there was a, a, a an ex-girlfriend of a friend of mine that she was a dental oral hygienist. And I, I reached out to her, look, I, I need someone. I said, well, I don't do clinical work. I, I think she's working like, like in public health or something. Well, I'm going to ask someone. And she talked to this other oral hygienist, which she already run her own practice. She was running her practice with, uh, with her husband. And she said, look, okay, give me the name of the person that is looking for an agent. I'm not interested, but give me the name. And, they, and she told her about my name and says, well, wait, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I am interested. I am interested. So for someone to do that, especially when you have a practice, when you work with your husband in a practice and to be able go into that mental stretch of leaving your comfort zone and going to work 
with a guy that, I mean, of course that she, she, she knows my clinical work and stuff, but how risky is that? And how humbly, uh, how humbling is that for her, you know? I, I, don't, I don't know if I would do the same. So I, for me, these, these sorts of, um, for me, these sorts of attitudes, they are very important for me. I mean, mm-hmm. because it's, she's clearly not here about the money. I mean, that was not the main goal. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's here because she believes that we can offer her a place where she can be fulfilled. And this is, I mean, she, basically, I, she's placing in our hands the, the, the expectations that, that maybe we have generated in, in, in our community. So for me, that's, that stretch that she did, Mm-hmm. And she has two kids and et cetera, et cetera. That stretch is something that I, that it's very important for me. And I need to value that because it's mm-hmm. very unlikely that someone else would do that. And on top of that, she, she has some amazing CV. Um, she has some great technical capabilities. So I have to think to myself, I'm not going to find better, at least at this point in time. And in, in a reason, in a, in a reasonable amount of time. So, because, I mean, you will never find the perfect person. So if it was the perfect person, I would say, oh, she's getting out of the college. I'm going to, I'm going to do exact, I'm going to mold him or her to the exact things that I want. Um, but that's perfection. Perfection doesn't exist. So, mm-hmm. so yes, that, the, the stretch that she did, and then when she asked, and, and then we talked, and when she asked me for the percentage, I said, look, this is too much. And I, and I argued, look, Look at the U.S. Look at look at how the U.S. how they pay dental hygienists. Uh, look at the numbers. See this link. Look at the percentage. You have to be real realistic. This is this is not possible. And on top of that, it's very difficult for me to to to, to, to pay you the same percentage as a doctor. Um, and well, we reached the, um, a common ground. So there, there's a lot of factors. Some of them emotional for that. I don't know if I'm going to regret. Maybe, maybe we can start work and we can see that we, we are not a good fit in a couple of months, which is fine, which is fine because that's, that's how life is. But I think you, you have to, in life, I think you, 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 you have to give yourself the opportunity to, to work on this. Thing. Uh, I think you have. Mm-hmm. Another, for example, mm-hmm. today I hired um, a new assistant and I was talking to her because I, I realized that her background was, was extremely, extremely, extremely hard. And I, I, it, it looks like, well, I think this girl is here because she needs to be here at this point in time in her life for me to try to help her, even if it's only for a couple of years. And I think you have to, in life, you have to give yourself the chances of being able to, 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 to be a part of something that is more than logic, that's, mm-hmm. that is also... Um, I don't know, you may call it whatever you want. I mean, if it's uh, spiritual, if it is just energies, if it is just just emotion, I don't know. But um, I I think you also have to trust your gut and your willingness to to work with similar energies, let's say that. And I'm I'm, I'm a Mm -hmm. lot into that. Sometimes I hire people, I don't know exactly why I do that. Sometimes I write, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes it takes me 15 years to understand that, I, that sometimes I think it's right for 15 years. I think it's amazing. And, for, and after 15 years, I, I realize it's not. But I cannot forget the good 15 years, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. 
And so, yes, I think you have to. It's 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 a pure negotiation. At the end of the day, you have to make the the, the maths. You have to you have to do the the the, the calculations. And I think that, that simple. I, I will also suggest a, a podcast on that. On did you know I I wrote a book a few years ago. It's called It's All Emotion and Math, but Math is Critical. We're going to talk about that in the future podcast. Okay. You'll like that. But I I think you have to to be open to that, and you have to be open sometimes to 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 to, to fall. And to mm-hmm. shame yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and 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 regret yourself. Mm-hmm. In in yeah. in, uh, in but when you but again just just to finish. But when you have a team, you have to do them. You have to take calculated risk. You cannot put everything on the line. This is why emotion mm-hmm. is important. It's all about math and emotion. But math is critical. I mean, you cannot do things that yeah. will jeopardize the financial. Um, the financial stability of the, the, the many families that sometimes directly depend on your decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to be able to also explain your decisions to your team. That's important that they feel that, uh, that security. Um, but what what I really wanted us to do also talk about, and you 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 mentioned it already, is if. Do you think that dentists are prepared to to that to do that stretch, you know, to to get out of that closed mindset? Because when we feel threatened by anyone who who, who doesn't we we anyone that doesn't see things the way that that doesn't share our point of view, we feel threatened by 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 that person, and then we relate with the people whose view of the world right is like is like our own, and and. What I see sometimes is many dentists acting on this only on this duality, yeah. right? So, um, and and then your encounters with with people that don't share your point of views are, are stressful, of course, right? And um, and and then that's what takes to the reactive communication, right? Uh, you feel personally threatened. Right and 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 then you you draw this like this battle lines, um, and you have a kind of communication that is us against them. Yeah. And I noticed this in the, in in dentistry. Right. Yes, I noticed this yes. kind of communication yeah. in dentistry. Yeah. Um, because especially in dentistry, because dentistry is a job where you tend to identify yourself with. You know, mm. you take things personally. Yes. <laughs> So dentists, dentists easily have a, a reactive communication because they feel personally threatened, you know. And I noticed this when I talk to dentists, the us against them speech. So it's dentists against patients mm-hmm. or it's dentists against clinic owners, you know. Or it's dentists against or it's clinic owners against dental, dental assistants. Very yeah, common so one. this is a re- this is reactive communication in dentistry. Do you do you know this kind of communication I, that I'm talking about? This is my life. This is my <laughs> life. You know, my life is how is how how can I how can I not how can I be happy? How can I be the happiest as possible with the success of my other colleagues? Because I give a lot of of courses and stuff, and I have to I have to be I have to be willing to 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 see them succeed. 
Um, then I also manage a practice, and which is difficult because many people are. Sometimes people are younger, sometimes people are older. Uh, but what, what I realize is the the older that I that I get, the more tolerant I have to be with younger people, because I have to remember myself when I was younger. But yes, I completely relate to that. It's 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 a lot us against them. And it's, um, I wish there was, a, there was a magical trick for that. I wish there was. I wish there was a book that you read and you, could, and, and you could understand and place that into practice. I wish, and, and what I think is that you have to be exposed to those sort, to, to self-awareness and to place yourself in the, si- in the other side of, that's 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 the magical trick. Yeah, but and that's yeah, the but, magical but, trick. But and also place yourself on the on other on, on, on the other person's feet. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. it's all these theories happy. All these theories is easy. But for example, even today, I just got off out of the practice a few hours ago, and I was leaving the practice. I'm going on. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm going to have the Christmas. Uh, uh, Eve with my family. Then I'm going to travel, and I was just picking up some stuff. And there was there were two things that were irritating me. I was alone at the practice, and I was like, "Well, how come there is not a, um, a place here in the disinfection room where they have bags, plastic bags or paper bags? Why? Because we need them every. Because I, if I want to take some some stuff to to home, I, I need a bag." Why are they on the on the second floor that we have to? This is something that we use every day. And I was like, how can they don't realize that needs needs to be down here, not upstairs? And then also uh, the mask, the FP two masks. Um, how how can they don't understand that needs to, this needs to be here, downstairs, not there, upstairs? Because we need this every day. And I was like, well, I'm going to send an email right now <laughs> to tell them that I want to. <laughs> And I was thinking about that. Well, okay, if I send an email, I'm not going to, um, how do you say it, give an opinion on their capacity to have understood that logically in their own heads. Because it's very easy for me. I would say in the email, I I could have said in the email, why couldn't you just realize this is so logic? Why haven't you done this? You, You need to do this. But it's probably much more effective. Okay, yeah, you can write the email and schedule mm-hmm. it to be delivered next Monday. But on the email, just ask for that. Don't give opinions about their capacity to have understood that before, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is a very, these are very typical decisions in my day because um, sometimes I can really go to the other, to, to the other side and say, look, how, can you, how could you have not understood this? And sometimes it's even even today I was there was a patient that 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 I don't I don't know that I think that the oral hygiene instructions when when they placed the um, the braces I don't think they were given very clear because he had some doubts and then he came to me and I was like how come how come he how come he, he has doubts regarding such a basic like using a super floss or something like that? And how, how, after two months of orthodontic treatment, after two appointments, couldn't he realize that? Why, what, what has failed here? And I mean, and there are two ways of, of doing this. Look, 
This is this has not been done, and the the, the fault is mine because this, there's a fault in the system, and the brace has been bonded, and no oral hygiene, no no specific oral hygiene instructions have been given, mm-hmm. or if they have been given. I, I think that they talked about the interproximal brushes just for the braces, but they haven't talked about the, the super floss, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that, mm-hmm. yeah. that, um, that tip to using braces. So what I learned from books is that whenever that happens, it's your fault, it's management fault, because the system mm-hmm. is not so well, so well set that that happens naturally within the system because of some checkpoints or whatever. But you can also say, well, you have to do this every time to the ordinance. No, you are responsible for this every time. Uh, and if they fail, well, yes, at least they know, they know that you are right, which is already a good thing because that, was, that is written down and that, is, that was talked about. But even still, even, even, even the fact that you have told them once and write it down, if there is a mistake, that does not give you the right to classify their capacity to do things. Because that, mm-hmm. that becomes personal, right? How come this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. sometimes, yes, I do that. And sometimes it, it needs to be done. For example, if I say that, if I, if I realize that, well, the pictures are not being taken as we know, and we have a system for that, we know how it's done. If they are not being done, this is one, two, or three times. And sometimes I just have to stop the train and say, look, this is it. This is too much. I want to have a meeting. We need to have a meeting. All the people involved at this day, 15 minutes on Zoom meeting. We have to do this because this is too much. We have, we have talked about this. We have insisted about this. And this is way too much. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and from now on, I'm going to ticket you because of this, right? But all this balance of what to do when, of, of how you do it, and, and the way that you talk to some other person, it's, it's, there's a lot of sensitivity. Not it's not easy, yes. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. if, you are, if you are tired at the end of the day, it's very easy to, to jump to the other side and, and start to mm-hmm. give opinions about the, their, mm-hmm. their, their personal capacity to do things. Um, mm-hmm. And because that, you, you can easily become toxic. You can easily mm-hmm. become toxic. So it's um... and you have to also all, also to be secure enough in yourself to listen to what the other person uh, uh, has to yeah. has to say, right? Without uh, constantly reacting or arguing or fighting it or resisting, yeah. right? Uh, or or trying to make yourself right, proving your yeah. your point. So and that and that, yeah, you have to be. W- willing to listen to the other person and you have to be secure uh, of yourself. I think, I think it's, a, it's a, good thing is, a good thing is, well, guys, everybody, do you, do you all agree? This is very important that we take good pictures. Do you all agree? Yes, we all agree. Okay, so what are we going to do for this not to happen? Okay, but do you all agree on this? Yes, we all agree on this. So, so let's do it, you, because this is for your own good. This is not for my own good. And uh, yes, the tickets are the ticketing them is important, and, and we'll probably talk about that in some other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was just coming to mind with some other, you know, some professions that toxicity is also seen as a part of the the scene. Like for example, you know, chefs. 
We, you, you even have, mm-hmm. have TV, TV shows right. where they are very uh, yeah. And it is too, mm-hmm. it's, it is a TV show, but but reality mm-hmm. is a, a chef uh, life is there's a lot of yelling and screaming and stuff like that. I mean, and if you don't get your you don't get your act together, if you don't understand, that's just professional things. You will be you will be you will feel offended. And in dentistry. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be much, much more sensitive because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that the other, the, 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 what, I, what sometimes we forget is the other colleagues and the other assistants, they are as worried and as stressful as stress from the job itself as we are. Yeah. And this is yeah. something we forget very often, right? Mm-hmm. We think, well, we mm-hmm. pay them, they, they earn the percentage or they earn their, their salary. They have to be machines, but they're not machines. They have good days. They have bad no, days. No, no, we no. have good days and we have bad days. And it's, mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. it, I don't think we'll ever be perfect. And I, and I think that you will sound toxic once in a while. I'll see, I think that you will be offended once in a while. I think that, that, that once in a while you'll get home without the, without the feeling that you were listened to or without the feeling that you, I should have said that. And I, I haven't said it at the right time that I'm going. I'm not going to be able to say it. But even even in a place with a very very good system, I think I I, I for me is okay. You work on the system as much as possible. If possible, you get someone that works on the system for you to implement the system, to get the system right, and do regular meetings. And from then, just try to. Um, not be too emotionally negative with people when you are talking to them, which is difficult, but I think it's the best way because if the system mm-hmm. is good, I think 80% of the problems will go away. And you just have to deal mm-hmm. with 20% mm-hmm. of them, which will annoy you. Still. Mm-hmm. But you have to make you have to um, you have to make things relative, you know, you cannot be you have to understand that okay, I'm in a good position now. We are working very well. It's not perfect, but it's it's well enough and it's good enough. And I, I cannot expect perfection. Yeah, but but, but mm-hmm. I think the systems are, are are the most important. And then just realize yeah, that the, sometimes the, you're not right every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the system uh, allows uh, everyone to 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 act and communicate on the same same guidelines and eliminates. Part uh, much uh, a, a big, big, big part of of, of stress, and um, and when you have this kind of reactive uh, communication, is usually uh, because you are an, an automatic pilot, right? You have no self, no awareness or of yourself, self awareness or of the situation. You usually don't have a system in place, so you have no awareness <laughs> of a system. Also. Um, and, and, um, let me just, j- just say there are two main types, just, it's, it, this is just very, uh, the, the general, no, no, no detail here, but there are two main, uh, types of reactive communication of modes of reactive communication. And that usually happen when, again, an automatic pilot with, with no awareness or, or presence. And and again, this is not black or white. Yeah. They're not the only two. There are very uh, the different colors and shades. And I'm talking in a very general way. So when 
we uh, we have this kind of reactive communication. It's because we feel threatened or triggered by 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 something, and we are not aware, right? Mm -hmm. And then the, there's two modes that you can react. There's a passive mode, which is submissive, which usually costs your opinions, feelings, and self love. So you cannot say no to everything because you think that people will think that you don't care about the job or that you're not a good professional, etc. Or there's the hostile mode, right? The defensive and aggressive mode. And these are the, in the situation where the other person that didn't even finish what they are saying and you are already say, screaming, no, I'm not going to do that. You have no respect for me. <laughs> so usually these are the two uh, kinds, the two modes of reactive co communication. And again, there's a lot of shades between these two, but these are the main, the main two. And and again, this this le this leads to a very closed mi mindset, you know. So um, you uh, cannot see uh, from outside this, but but it's your usual way of reacting. That's what you are used to. You you react completely with no awareness, in automatic pilot, and when you we can expand so when we can bring awareness right to the to the to the communication domain and we are able to bring uh, usually awareness bring the pause right before we we get in the reactive mode and we are able to consider the other person uh, point of view we are able to keep in mind the system right, that we are part of a system as a whole, then new possibilities emerge, right? Just like all the, the possibilities that you were talking about, your, your oral hygienist, about, you know, because you, you are able to, uh, to, to bring that, that pause, right? You are able to, to, to say to yourself, okay, let's see what's, what this can bring me. Let's see what the possibilities that, that are here, right? And you don't immediately jump to the, to the reactive mode. But, and this is where the mindfulness practice can have a, 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 an effect on your, on your communication and your, in your relationships and your everyday dentistry. So, and, and this is the reason why in the, in the mindfulness course, communication is only on week six Right, so you already have to have some some uh, practice on self awareness. You already have to identify when you are acting on automatic pilot. You already have to be able to bring presence. You already have to be able to to have body awareness because emotions we uh, happen in our body. Right, if you don't have any body awareness, you're not aware of any any of this. Right, um, but um, this this is awareness it changes everything it changes this you are able to to recognize if you your your reactivity patterns right and i usually say the first step is not action it's it's awareness right so and and um and i can even give you an uh i don't know if you ever done this exercise but for the for the people that are the colleagues that are listening to us there's this exercise that I suggest in my course, and this is a, a very simple thing, and it's a, a tip, is to keep a stressful communications calendar, like, like a diary, you know, of stressful communications. 
And, and this is a very easy, simple way, a very easy way for you to bring awareness to, 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 reactive, to your reactive communication mode, to the way that you are communicating. So in the end of the day, remember a conversation that brought you stress. And it doesn't need to be a discussion huh? because, uh, and this is very important, a stressful communication are not only discussions. A stressful communication is when there are emotions involved, is when you are worried about an emotional response, either from you or from the other person. So keep a calendar for example, for a week, in the end of the day, remember a conversation that brought you stress and write about these points. I'm going to give you the points. I hope I can remember every one of them. So first, describe the communication, with whom it was, what was it about. Second, uh, how did the conversation came about? So what was the, the result of the conversation? The third, did you really um, did you really uh, get what you wanted from the, from, the, from the person or from the situation? Fourth, what did the other person wanted with the conversation? Uh, five, is the issue resolved or, or not? And then you write about how you feel now when you are writing about it. And if you do this exercise, for example, during a week, you will discover amazing things about yourself. You will see your signature reactive communication mode there. Yeah. And this is the first step for you to change your reactive communication into a non-reactive communication, into a proactive communication, or as I like to call it, to an effective communication. So the first step is the, is the awareness, because then... With this awareness, you will start to bring the pause, you know, that magical pause when, uh, when we choose not to react. That space, right? that space that we yeah. can use. Yeah, that's it. The space that brings you the freedom of choice. That's so, that's so important. And, and this is where the change starts. This is where the magic starts uh, with communication, right? So the proactive communication is based on the assumption that you can be in touch with what you are actually feeling, right? It goes far beyond your ability to say no when you want to say no, right? It, it, uh, it's, it, it's the ability to, to know yourself and to read the, the, the situations, right? To be able to, to, to see that you are part of a system, and and then to act accordingly, right? Um, and so the first step in uh, in uh, transforming your reactive communication in a proactive communication is this is this awareness, right? Is to practice to know what you are actually uh, uh, feeling. And, 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 and in other words, to practice mindfulness of your, of your own emotions. This is emotional uh, intelligence. And it's not easy. We are just yes. talking and it seems, seems like a simple thing, but it's not easy. And even those reactive modes that I just talked about, I mean, we have been conditioned to, to act this way. These are things that trigger us. And um, uh, for example, I, when, I, when I started to have self-awareness in the way that I 
communicated. I saw myself in the passive uh, mode. You know, I was that kind of person that had extremely difficulties on saying no. You know, and but then my head was like, ah, and but but you do this, and you should not do this, and. So I was in constant fight with 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 myself, you know. And and nowadays it's not that I don't have it; I still have it. But at least I'm aware of it, and I can pause, and I can I can express myself more uh, and accordingly to what I what I what I'm feeling. So my my speech and my action nowadays are more coordinated. Um, but, 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 but it's not, it's not, it's not easy just because we are talking uh, here in such a light way. It's not, it's not easy. And it, it requires training. It requires practice. Like I said, in the mindfulness course, for example, we only talk about it on week six because you already have to, to, to have self-awareness. You already have to have, uh, this, this, this training on how, uh, to 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 know when you are acting in automatic pilot to be able to disconnect that automatic pilot to bring presence to to your actions because otherwise what what you do you will keep on on reacting right and that will uh, be uh, seen also in your communication with that reactive communication so so the 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 most and and the, the uh, one of the crucial things to remember, and it it, it goes um, according to what you just already said. Also, is to remember that you are uh, part uh, of of a, of a system, and that's very important for the for the the, the clinic to have a, a system in place that makes your your life much 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 easier. Right? It's not you against them you are part of a system. Yeah. It's very important. And then um, with self-awareness, you are able to expand your, your, your field of awareness, your own awareness, right? To include the, um, yeah, the, the whole system and, 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 to, and to honor the other persons and the other person's uh, point of view as well. Yeah. And and that will give you the ability to 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 listen to others to really hear them to see and comprehend and and speak according to what what you are feeling right and that will uh, also will translate in your actions so your actions will equal your speech and that's why um when when people act in this way they are usually seen as trustable right other people trust them you, you mean because because you are willing to change your opinion and you are willing to is that what you mean yeah 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 and and also because what you what you say is really what you feel oh i understand you are that being, will yeah. and that <clears throat> will translate also into your actions mm -hmm. right so your emotions equal your speech yeah. and equal your actions yes yeah. And and, and that, um, that can be felt by the other by the other person. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. That's yeah. exactly what I mean. Yeah. So um and this is what I what I believe that dentistry can 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 gain 
right? With the, with the more proactive uh, communication. But again, this is only possible if you bring the self-awareness, if you bring the emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, and, it, I, I, uh, and I understand now why you are saying it's only on the sixth week, because for dentists, it's, uh, it's a big stretch. A big, I mean, if, if, you are, if you already have some notions of awareness, I mean, if you practice yoga, if you do meditation, uh, if you read about that stuff, it's not something strange. But if you are completely new into that, it's very difficult to release yourself from this, this, the, the, the things that, that dentistry got you because you, 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 you become very much into dentistry and, and your, your, uh, your personal dialogue uh, is always okay. It's the assistants are, are like that. Patients are like that. And, 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 and mm -hmm. you get, you get, caught up by, by, by those stories. But I don't think it's, it's for, for most dentists, I think it's, um, I think it's a big stretch. I think it's a big, big stretch. And even for me, that I, I've, been, I've been trying, to, I've been working on my own awareness, I would say, since my, uh, since my early 20s. And it's, it's an ongoing job. And, and, um, And, I, and the system helps a lot in, in, in many things. Let, let me just give you an example that I usually give, um, which is um, I have a rule in my practice um, that is whenever someone enters a room wh where the patient is, you always say, excuse me. You knock on the door and you say, excuse me. You don't knock and you mm -hmm. wait for them to let you, but you just knock and you, and, and you enter. Because for, for me, I think it's, it's a, a sign of, of, of respect by the patient that is in a vulnerable position, um, sometimes in a let's almost private, intimate position with the, with the mouth open. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm, and you mm -hmm, have to, mm -hmm. you have to understand there's, there's some care when, whenever someone get, mm -hmm. enters in the room. But even, if, even if I call the assistant, and respect of also course, even if I, I hit the bell, And there's like a sign that calls the assistant. Whenever she comes, she knocks on the door. She says, excuse me. And who always says that, number one? I do. I always say that. I always say mm -hmm. that. I have to be, I cannot ask for them to do the things that I don't. Every doctor does that. Every nurse does that. We, I mean, doctors are not gods that can get in the room where the patient is without saying excuse me as well. So everybody needs to do that. So there's... There's this accountability. That's number one. <clears throat> And number two, I usually give this example of proactive versus reactive communication. So a reactive communication could be, okay, you don't have a system. A new, a new dental nurse comes in. She gets trained by the other nurses. And they say, well, whenever you enter the, the room, you have to say this. And she says that once, twice. Um, and there's, there's one day that she forgot. And then there's another day that she forgot twice. And then all of a sudden, when you, once you realize she's not doing that anymore. Mm -hmm. And you could look at this in two ways. Uh, first, it doesn't give a crap about patients, which is your normal reaction. Why? She's just she's not respectful. Number two is, okay, she's not doing that. Uh, maybe because there, there's not a system in place for her to do that. Maybe someone told her to do that, and that is not written on the manual. 
And on the manual, it's not written why that should be done, which is a completely different approach. Because on the first example, um, you, you, she says once, she doesn't, she, she doesn't ask for permission once and twice and three times in, in a given day. And you, become, you start to get anxious and nervous and angry about that. But then you realize, okay, that's not the right time to call her the attention, okay? So, okay, I'll, I'll talk to her tomorrow. And tomorrow you forget. So and whenever that she does that, you may eventually explode and, and, um, and just chase her. You end up saying it not in a, in a, in a, in a nice way. And, 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 mm -hmm. and chase her in front of a patient. You understand? So you are, mm -hmm. you are even being more disrespectful for the patient because mm -hmm. you are, mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. not treating her um, respectfully. So a completely different way would be, um, well, you have it written on the system. She understands that she reads the manual because she, before she comes to the practice. And when that happens, when, first of all, you don't, of course, you don't confront her in front of a patient. And when you have to talk to her, you said, oh, look, you remember on, on, on section X on the manual, you know you have to say that because of this, okay? So if you have doubt, just go with the manual there and that's it. And change the subject something completely different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you, you see the difference in drama that's possible to emerge from one situation, the other situation, because mm -hmm. I, I am very, I am a very, um, I like the word drama to describe the most, the biggest enemy of any team, of any practice in dentistry. So drama, really, yeah. drama is, 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 is really, really dangerous because um, if you call, if you confront a, an assistant in front of a patient or in a, in a way that is not nice because you were accumulating all that, uh, that will generate drama and she will react. She will start to feel a little bit awkward in front of you. You, you know how these things are, you know. In, mm -hmm. in dentistry, small things can, can take exponential uh, dimensions. So... I think eliminating all the drama, not eliminating, but reducing the drama to as little as possible, I think it's very, very important. And being open about it, I think it's really, really important. So that example that I gave to you, okay, so if you have to call the person the attention, you say, look, look you know that in the manual we say this, mm -hmm. this, and this, but that's in a very neutral way because that justifies, mm -hmm. that completely yeah. justifies the the. The call of attention. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you hear there's some people singing like Christmas songs on, on the street. Yeah, it's a Christmas party. <laughs> yes. And, um, and you have to, this is why it's important, it's important to have it written. Now, let's say that someone is doing something and trust me, everybody that is listening, if, even if you have a system, someone will always come up with something inappropriate that you haven't thought of and you haven't written the system, someone. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, I also think that you should not react. Say, well, I could have never thought about writing it down. I mean, this is so obvious. Are you a moron or something? Are you stupid? Which is very easy for, for, for us to say that. And yeah, that's, that's the aggressive mode. Of course, but, it, but it's, it's, very, it's very easy as a leader to reach that because for yeah. you, things are simple. Mm -hmm. And it seems simple for you. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think, and what I've learned always in, in, in management books and, and living with people, that, which is the ideal is, okay, 
where have I failed as a leader that never thought that someone would, would have done this? Where have I failed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the system is not right. If there's someone that is not doing something that is inappropriate, it is because it's not written the system. Because everything that is written the system will lower the emotional triggering and the drama. Because yes. you can always rely on, on what was written and separate your So it's the system that's calling that 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 is mm-hmm. telling you that you shouldn't do that. It's not me. It's the system. So once you differentiate, mm-hmm. you 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 really can get rid of the, the potential drama that that generates. And for me, that's I think that this is the the, the most important lesson that that I learned in management management managing people is that it's almost always the system's fault, which is it's your fault. Mm-hmm. There's a very interesting uh, conversation with Jeff Weiner. I don't know if you know Jeff Weiner. He was the CEO of LinkedIn. No. no. Um, he was the CEO of LinkedIn during many years, but uh, uh, now he's basically in a, in a leadership and compassionate le- leadership as a as mm-hmm. a speaker. And he has this uh, very interesting conversation. Just have a few minutes. I will put it on the show notes, and I will mm-hmm. send it to you for you to see. Because you, you, what you just said to remind me what what he said. He said that when something come up, you uh, would if you have something with the member of a team, you should you should never uh, lose the opportunity of uh, of of saying something, of being assertive yes. and saying mm-hmm. something. You cannot say like, ah, oh, she had a bad day yeah. or this or that. No, because uh, you will be uh, losing an opportunity to uh, to to coach the 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 person to to teach him uh, better, and also to 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 make uh, things better. Because if you let it uh, slide, Real. you know those things will compile, yep. and then when you reach a point that you, you blow up you yeah. explode like you said and then it's not it's not uh, uh, the best way so never let the small things slide it's he says it's not a blaming game so but you should be able to learn from from those uh, opportunities and not make those things uh, bigger and bigger and bigger so i think this is a a, a wonderful way of us uh, uh, Finishing, and also I think that um, by, by our conversation, it, uh, you said at a certain moment a few a few minutes ago that for uh, you think that for dentists it's a big stretch, you know, to mm. <laughs> to 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 maybe some of these ideas, you know, uh, to, to put in practice, um, yeah. but. Uh, I think that um, I think that's with with listening to this kind of conversations, they will uh, maybe feel that this is something I that think, they that I, they can actually yeah, start start I, I think thinking about. The, the, the opinion that I have, and it's always every opinion is biased, and it's only an opinion. You know, it's it's not more important. It's just just a point of view, uh, and the, I base my opinion on my own observations. And I also base my opinion on, because I, I have every year, I have about 20 to 50 students that I different every year over the last, I would say, 10 years. 
that give me feedback and, and show me their struggles. And look, yes, you are teaching us this, but mm -hmm. we cannot apply. And most of the situation that cannot apply it, it's not by financial reasons. Most of the, the reason they cannot apply is because lack of emotional uh, intelligence and lack of organization. From them or from the person that well, they, I think from they both. work with? I think from both. Honestly, I think from mm -hmm. both. More from the leaders because the, an older person always has a higher responsibility, I, I would say so, because it's more experienced. Mm -hmm. But um, just as, uh, as, as, as leaders should, should also take in consideration that it's not about, all about the money, it's about having a, a drama-free place to work, an emotionally positive place to work where people feel they can talk and they, they can communicate in a positive way. So leaders, yes, they should, they, they should improve on that. But also, but also students, um, I, th I think they are uh, always, not always, but a big part of them also sees the clinic owners as people we are, that are only uh, interested in money and therefore they don't want to feel, they don't, they don't want to be explored. And that's so, that creates a reaction which is, okay, th these guys are trying to explore, so I'm not going to give um, more than that, that they give to you. And, and every, I, I think that every evolution in, in, um, in the relationship starts because there's someone at the port, at, at, at a certain point in time that is willing to give more than what he receives and the other more and the other more and the other more. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have someone that is, that is uh, clearly wanting to give more than what he receives, right? Mm -hmm. I think things yeah. don't dry. There's a saying that success starts once success starts when you do the things beyond what you mm -hmm. are paid for, beyond, beyond mm -hmm. what you are paid in a fair way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you want things to be always fair, you, I don't think there is evolution. There's always someone mm -hmm. that needs to be able to stretch themselves a little bit out of the comfort zone, whether it's a leader, whether it's an employee. I think that, um, I, and like I was telling in that, that, that uh, discussion with the, the, the oral hygienist, I think that in, in that situation, I think that she made me realize that uh, I, I, net, I, I had to change my opinion. But, um, and I, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, that I... I I, I, am, I think I am very good in, in very objective things, but when it comes to, to communicating and, 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 um, and calling, the, the, um, calling my, my staff to, to, to the mistakes they are doing, I, there's a lot that I need to improve um, on that. And also, like I told you, I think it was in the previous podcast, I, I only recently started to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with them, one-on-one -on -one feedback on them, which is something mm -hmm, that I didn't mm -hmm, do, mm -hmm. which also shows that I, I, I do lack some, some, some emotional communication capabilities. And, but it's, it's uncomfortable, yes. But I, I think it's, um, I, I think that you have to listen, to see that as um, you cannot be, you, you have to be willing to look, you have to be willing to lose or look, or look like a fool or uh, getting out of the spotlight, and that that is very difficult. And this is something that I I, I always enjoy that character that 
does the thing, but he, he doesn't give a crap about the credits of that. And I, I always found that extremely interesting for me, that notion of that hero that goes and solves things, but he's, he's completely, um, he doesn't want to, get, to receive the credit, or he doesn't need to get the credit. Mm -hmm. And he can look like mm -hmm. a fool. He doesn't mind looking like a fool. And he, he doesn't mind being the second place. And he doesn't mind to have someone else win because I think that people that give that those first steps that allow some that give space for other people are actually the heroes here. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. because if if everybody was ultra confident and bossy, if I mean, if everybody was a Steve Jobs, for example, because he was right. I mean, we praise him, but the fact that he was not mm -hmm. very easy to work with, and and he would he, mm -hmm. he, he was extremely aggressive with with employees, and he, I don't know if today that would have been. I don't know if. 20 years after his, um, his success with Apple, he could, have, uh, he could have done that because I don't think that many people would tolerate that. And it's very, uh, very aggressive. So, so, yeah, I think that these people that give spaces to give space, give credit to others are actually the heroes here. And, and I learned a lot with them. And I, I, I need to work a lot on that by myself, like listening. Okay, you, you are right on this. Okay, let's try it. Um, and also, be comfortable with the fact that you don't always need to have the credit. Or actually, you, sh you should not have the credit as a leader. You should have, which is, and I think this is a very interesting topic for another podcast, which is the mindset of a leader that he does, he is the guy that, uh, that uh, either lead, eat last, let's say. So he's really a guy that's willing to mm -hmm. give as much as possible, that doesn't need the credits, that is willing to change his opinion. Basically, it's the guy that sacrifices itself, right? It's almost like uh, it's the leader that works for the employees, not the other way around. And that, mm -hmm. that is not easy to achieve. I mean, some people have that innate capacity. I don't have. I have to work that a lot. But I think this is, this is one of the most, which is, some, you may even call it vulnerability, but it's true, the, the, the capacity to, to to be on the on the to get out of the spotlight and to to listen to people and to manage that, I think it's um, it's one of the most under um, undervalued traits of a leader, and in communication, that's that's yeah. the same thing, exactly mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you only are able to 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 have that if if you are able to have a, a, a proactive uh, communication. Like you said, you have to be able to listen to others, to, to try to see their, their point of view. To, so if, if you are just caught on a reactive communication, you, 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 cannot, you, cannot, you cannot be an effective but, leader. You cannot practice the kind of leadership that you just but you uh, know what? talked about. One thing that I realized mm -hmm. is that and I've, we've talked about this before, which is there are different advices for different times in your career and in a company. I mean, if, if it's a, a small company, you, are, you have less financially freedom to, to, to mess around, to test things, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you cannot be as tolerant in terms of, especially, no, but, especially financially, yeah. financially, do you, not, mm -hmm. you understand? You cannot mm -hmm, do mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. much experiments. Okay, so let's do this. 
Because when you are opening a practice and you work by yourself and one assist, then you start to incorporate other colleagues. I mean, you, you have to be careful because, okay, so let's say you open a practice and there's this endodontist guy that works with you. I mean, he's the only one that you have, right? I mean, if you mess up, you'll be alone. It doesn't mean that uh, once you have, um, once you have uh, more staff that you can do whatever you want, of course, but if you have less staff, you are financially less free to test around and to, 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 to be open to new, new, way, new ways of doing things. So you have to, so this is why I'm telling that throughout your life, and I speak for myself, I am much more open to new ideas, different from the ones that I think now that I was 10 years ago mm-hmm. or, or 50 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Why? Because now mm-hmm. I have the financial capacity to test things, to be able to lose some money while doing some experiments. And um, yeah, because, mm-hmm. it, which is also important. So I think these advices, they need to be understood in the context of the, 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 the growth phase that each one is individually um, in the beginning or in late in the career, because in the beginning of your career, you have to be willing to sacrifice more, that's it. And mm-hmm. later on, you, you are less torn to that stuff. And if you are a practice owner, it's the same thing. You, are, you have more freedom to test things um, mm-hmm. as you get more successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and also, let me just add to what you said and going back to the beginning, good communication and proactive communication does not always mean that you have to be uh, um, on, on agreement on something. Yes. You can have different opinions. Yes. And another thing is that uh, proactive communication also uh, does not mean that you cannot be assertive because there are certain situations that you need to be assertive and that you need to take a position and be very clear about that position and maintaining that position. And there are certain situations that you need to say, look, this is how it is. Of course. Don't do that again. Of course. Right. So you have to 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 uh, to be assertive and to to and the other person has also to take responsibility. This is not when we talk about and this is where sometimes I think that that dentists don't don't sometimes they don't really get what I what I'm saying. It's because they think, oh, okay, this she lives in this fairy tale world where everything uh, like uh, middle ground and you have to be in touch with your emotions and this and that. No, I mean, one thing doesn't uh, um, cancel the other, right? There are certain situations that you have to be assertive. There are certain situations that you have to call other person's uh, responsibility. There are other situations that you have to stand up yes. for, your, you for to, yourself. You have to set boundaries. Right? You have to set clear yeah, boundaries, that's it. of that's very, That's very, very important. Yeah. And, and you don't have to always agree to... What of the course. other person is is saying, yeah. right? But of course, if you have self awareness of the situation of your emotions of what's going, if you have the ability to bring the 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 pause, if you have if you are uh, have the ability to to not react and to actually listen, then you will for sure. And I've seen this happening uh, in in dentistry. It's like a, a, a magic 
door in your brain opens and because you open yourself to new possibilities and um and you see yeah okay this okay this is not all black and white there are other ways of solving situations this can really work let's see and 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 that's and that's really uh special to 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 watch and because um sometimes and and again you are so used to this kind of communication us against them that we already talked that uh that it's a very narrow uh vision of of uh, of of communication it's uh and and you spend your days just uh, yeah just reacting to what what others are are saying and you don't give yourself the possibility to actually see the situations in in a different in a different way so um so yeah and you are absolutely right uh, everything that we that we talked should should be taken in consideration from the 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 stage of your life and of your of your practice of course but um and we have to end to end because it's uh, already long but just just give a, a a chance and and try to 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 bring some awareness to your communications yeah, and, and, and uh, i think that to... if you pause to gain that space you can never lose if you never. if you pause before you send that email you can never lose you win you win your uh, you, that's where the power is that's where your freedom of choice yeah. is otherwise you don't have any freedom of choice during your day you just react 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 you are trapped in automatic pilot yeah. that pause will bring you your freedom that's that's life changing for me it was it is. <laughs> for me it was <laughs> You just you just have, you just have to realize that you need to have that mental capacity to say, "Hey, I'm not going to react now. If if anything, I'm going to listen more, and maybe be the last to speak. Listen, listen, mm -hmm. and maybe be the last to speak. Which is difficult for me. It is very difficult for me, but uh, let me be, be, be the last to speak. It, because that when you pause, you can really reconsider all your boundaries is this is is this is something that i'm willing to 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 give in or is it something that i'm just gonna set boundaries but you need that space you need that time to think about you need you need that space but again you need to 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 train it huh? <laughs> yes. you need to train that yes. pause you need to train that space this is something you can learn this is something you can train it's it's something that can be developed it's a skill and it it makes the difference between reactive communication and proactive communication yes very well okay so th thank you so much and it's, it's a pleasure to the, talk to you for the conversation thank you and um at, and we will be back next week thank you everyone for listening to us happy new year everyone <laughs>